All right. So I am excited to start it because you know Natalie. Today I do is, know Natalie. You know, you know nothing until you know yourself. Exactly. Well, did you know, Natalie, that it is the tenth episode? Of course. It is I did know that because I titled my. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Straight was, from Sesame Street. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's what I titled this uh, Garage Band thing. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's oh, uh, I that just went on a yes. That's oh my Stavros Alkis. And scene. <laughs> and uh, that's amazing. Yeah, I kind of went on a tear and just got way too many drops. I was like, wait, well, wait, it's wait, the 10th episode. Wait, wait, wait. Too many drops? What is that? What is that? Another language you're speaking here? Come on. You think R and Brown has too many? Seems pretty satanic. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, oh after seeing all the, all the uh, drops that I had recorded and put on my phone, I was just like, LOL. <laughs> oh my God. L M F A O Bra Bra <laughs> Made that one myself. That one Jordan Peterson. Yeah, Bra. That's great. I love that. Our Lord and Savior Aaron Brown would be proud of you right now. I want you to I want you to know that. Probably you think I don't, I don't be, fucking know him. You think he'd be proud of you? Yeah. Who do you think I would make you? God. That's uh, because you're an honorless lying little turd. <laughs> Oh my god. Speaking of RM Brown. Oh, I don't want to waste all these drops right off the bat, but anyway, um let's get this out of the way. How is the weather there? Smoky. Um today really? the wind oh. must have shifted or something, because today's way worse. Or I don't know what's going on with that fire that's going on, but it's not contained. Um it hasn't I mean it has it's not it's a problem. We have a huge raging wildfire and it's very smoky. Um it smells like you go outside and it smells like smoke. Uh, so it's not not great. What? <laughs> I said it smells like smoke outside. What? <laughs> I can't what hear the you. Fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Bro, this is such a funny take, dude. <laughs> Thank you, Hassan. He's part of... Uh, Hassan needs me. <laughs> I'm worried about him. I'm worried about our society. I'm worried about men, actually. Is what You're I'm... worried about him? Men and him, because he's a man. He is cold, hollow, and violent. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh my okay. god! Not all these work. But That's exactly I've been right. Taking though. some notes. Yeah. <clears throat> taking some yeah, notes. Yeah, here. Uh, despite your promise, cloudy. To our listeners. <laughs> it rained on me uh, a little bit today while I was trying to work outside. Didn't yeah. expect any rain, but I mean, it lasted like four minutes. It was fine, but uh, pretty boring weather here. It was just. Mid seventies and partly cloudy. Oh, it's been really Typical. super nice though. The last the wind or whatever yesterday and the day before it was so perfect fall weather. Like, but it's hazy, but it was not as bad. But the it was sunny in the seventies. Just being out. I mean, you know it. It's a magical place over here. The amount of humidity, all these trees. It's when the weather's nice. Good God, it's nice. Cool mornings, cold nights. 
warm, sunny afternoons. Oof. Come on. Uh oh, pretty seems pretty <laughs> satanic. <laughs> I totally thought it was you the first time when it started, and I was like, oh, that's definitely I was, Curtis. <laughs> I was worried about that, yeah. I was like, when he's trying to sound like an idiot, it kind of sounds like me. <laughs> it sounds like a voice you do. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a lot I'm like your impression my, of me. Yeah. My impression of Curtis Connor. Yeah. Um, well, um, so I don't know how we want to tackle this. You said you had something to talk about. Um, I wasn't sure how much improving we'd be doing. Um, now that you have all these drops, you can use them. Well, see, that's that's the thing with uh, having these drops and trying to improv with it. Creativity to me is just like, like a bird, like a friendly bird that embraces all ideas and just like shoots out of its eyes all kinds of beauty. <laughs> oh my fucking God, yes. That's amazing. Oh my god. As, as soon as I, I heard that, I just thought And scene. <laughs> How did you find that? I mean, like what were you do like I just... do things. <laughs> Actually it's because I was trying to find a shortcut around um Well gosh, I'm just gonna waste all of these drops. Just a drop stravaganza, but I was trying to find You know what? Oh <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I told you where it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to just find it on YouTube because I was already on YouTube, and uh, I couldn't find it anywhere. But I was just in a season four like best of thing, just like scrubbing through it, and that came up, and I thought so, it was pretty funny. I want everyone to know that that is my hero, Tina Fey as Liz Lemon, and if you haven't sat and watched and enjoyed the show that is Thirty Rock from start to finish. <laughs> what are you doing with your life <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's pretty good it's really funny and she's just she's she's so funny i mean it's it's surprising because she's a woman you know how funny she is <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> well now that we got that out of the way and despite using all the drops, I think... Uh, that went slightly better than the worst it could have possibly oh. gone. Yes, <laughs> but, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now I'm just going to keep reusing this entire board week after week. And it just won't... I won't have that creativity like a bird shooting, <laughs> just shooting lasers. Eye, out of its eyes full of beauty. It's just but, like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but uh, she's amazing. <laughs> Boom! Fuck a, you. I have, yeah. a, I have a much worse one. They're like a long laugh thing. If we say something really stupid, it long goes for like twelve laugh. seconds. Oh my god! Yeah, but, <laughs> it really fills the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When whenever we have dead air, <laughs> then we can just play some people laughing, or we'll just play this. Dead air. Yeah, that would make more sense. <laughs> but uh, so, what uh, what did you have on your mind? You said you were saving something for the podcast, something that we try to do. Well, I figured since it's the tenth episode, I'm going to vape right into the microphone the whole time, so it's really annoying <laughs> while you're saying something important. I was thinking about uh, what is this? Just two guys having a conversation. Who wants to listen to that? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'd have to go to the other soundboard for that. So oh, your mouth sounds so full of vape. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, because I'm not even vaping right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I just, well, it it's just been a realization, really, about the. Okay, whatever you want to say, I don't know where my... A lot of times I don't know how I'm going to start things and, like, where it's going to end up and how open I'm going to be about stuff and how it's going to... What is this? Just a couple guys having a conversation? <laughs> Who the hell wants to listen to that? No. <laughs> Actually, and since since I went... Sorry to cut you off right when you're starting it, mm-hmm. since you're already having a tough time just making fucking conversation, um, <laughs> I, I, I forgot to introduce ourselves and say that it's Inane Blather... And it's the 10th episode. And oh, yeah. Uh, headstrong, stubborn, quibbling, <laughs> self-centered, vindictive, obnoxious, hormonal, sexually preoccupied, evil, thieving, cross-dressing jerks. Okay. I'll have to just add that to the, the overall the soundboard. Intro. But go ahead. Just go right into it. It was something about the patriarchy. Yeah. I was going to say trigger warning, though. Uh, okay. I mean, because of a thing that it could just be... Just because sometimes things can be shocking to hear. Hmm. And it can okay. be... Um, because so it can trigger be trigger warning, shocking content. Uh, yeah, about like <laughs> um, domestic violence or rape okay. and stuff like that. So I okay. don't know. If you can use that word in the trigger warning. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. Tr- trigger warning. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. Like, oh god. <laughs> Why didn't you give me a trigger warning for that trigger warning? No, but no, I get you. Um, like, uh, just. You know how the so what's the patriarchy? It's like the hierarchy of men being above women. Like that's what the structure sure. of it comes down to. Like that's that's what the word means. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that is the hierarchy of this um, relationship pa- dynamic, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So what that looks like in real life, like <sighs> there's just so much I have to. Co- explaining to do to get there but i came to the realization that okay you know me i'm <laughs> yeah end with mil- the con conc- yeah. i mean start with the conclusion <laughs> mm-hmm. i came a- to the realization that yeah that i have been raped on multiple occasions by an intimate mm. partner and uh yeah i know this is new to you and being my brother it's probably interesting to hear so i appreciate you listening um, and how it, what that looks like in real life, me as a mm-hmm. militant feminist, you know, how this loud mouth, <laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> woman who can be really taken advantage of be- when it comes to men and the desire to like, please them and mm-hmm. how much you can justify in your head because you can't you've been told that women are too emotional and you're feeling so you don't trust your feelings and mm. men think that we're too stupid or s- scheming or whatever to be trusted so they have to do that for us so that's why no and it gets reinforced no. in your own head yeah. and then victims start to be to victimize themselves that's like internalized yeah, yeah that hierarchy and stuff and so how when if uh, in thinking on and <clears throat> Having this group of women around me in which pretty much everyone has an experience, some of them pretty mild harassment, and some of it rape. Um, We all have these experiences. 
And in mm-hmm. thinking about myself as one of these people that I care about, and it's so heartbreaking to hear the things that has happened to them and to know how it feels to be violated like that. Then I start thinking more, because I've always thought about, because of the fact that I was molested when I was young by mm-hmm. uh my mom's second husband. That's a thing that's a huge part of who I am and why I've become the person that I am is this introduction to not just sex, but to not being able to trust men. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. Uh, like a huge, yeah. So then, but also wanting, like, and thinking that validation through what they want and what they want a lot of times is sex. Like they're. <laughs> Some of these men, because that's what it is, are fucking animals, apparently, because they rape people and, you know, all these things. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, just... Well, yeah, and that's interesting, like, the uh, the fact that, I mean, patriarchal norms and just living as a woman in, under the patriarchy reinforcing that deference to what men want like you were saying deference reinforcing that to you (laughs) and then when you combine that with well you have this deference to men's wants and you also don't trust men Mm -hmm. like just only feeds into you not trusting your own self and your own judgment and your own feelings you know whether you not even trusting whether you're being true to yourself when you're Claiming mm-hmm. you consented to something or not. You yeah. Know, when, when you, you didn't. know that you're saying no, and it's like, there is a lot of, I, there's a lot more gray area in intimate relationships because there is sort right. of, I feel like some sort of implied consent or there has been in the past. And I feel like the more like consent culture that we have, the better because intimate relationships that with thing. bad <laughs> communication don't make mm-hmm. consent explicit because the yeah. communication isn't. exactly that's exactly right (laughs) and so there's times where it's like okay so just because i'm sexually attracted to you we've had sex before i'm sleeping in your bed or whatever it doesn't matter like if i'm saying no you don't get to keep going and then eventually Mm -hmm. it's like so what happens is either you eventually struggle the whole entire time or you give in Mm -hmm. because what else is gonna happen or and then they, it reinforces that no doesn't mean no to and them. And then, especially if it's someone that you are attracted to and you like and maybe even love or whatever, or have this sick feeling towards, then you can enjoy things like that too. Yeah. Because, like, and that's what's been used against women in court and stuff, like whether or not their vaginas were wet, whether or not mm. they had an orgasm during rape and stuff. And it's like... Those are, <laughs> you're sort of ignoring that it all, like, that was after the no and, like, after yeah. a struggle. And then what else are, like, literally, then it's like, oh, you just didn't struggle hard enough. And it's like, so, Ugh. okay, so this is obviously never That's happened some to you. That's victim blaming. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Christ. It's yeah. exactly right. Where it's, and it's really just. <sighs> It's funny it's, how it can be just uh, like to simplify something like that, how we can um, just flip. Um, it's a, a common tactic just to flip genders and to make an analogy for mm-hmm. men to try to understand things where it's just like, just imagine if it was exactly like this, 
to you from a man. A man. Okay. That's exactly. If right. you're a straight guy, like, how would you feel? Someone you know? you're not attracted to like someone that it doesn't matter the gender or whatever it's like someone that can probably overpower you and you do not want this with no matter what that looks like that's what it feels like that you're helpless it's (laughs) like if you relented and gave in like do do you now think that you weren't raped you know no of course not like but then you straight straight men would just recoil (laughs) at the, the thought even imagining it is like a horror to them it's like yeah, exactly 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 so women have to go through all the time yeah a lot of women and you know what i thought about and even the way i was framing it in my mind was <laughs> it's um laughter is an interesting thing it's not because it's funny it's because you need to laugh at it because otherwise it's pretty heavy stuff like i had the thought <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was gonna be twelve seconds long. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do the other one. <laughs> no, I had the thought I let myself get raped. And mm. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so oh, sad to think yeah. that it's like that's exactly it's such an oxymoron. Like it's like not possible <laughs> yeah. to do that. And that's that's a state of mind of a victim of a sexual assault. Like it's a really interesting headspace to live in. And it's really nice when you finally can get to the point where you feel that you were the victim, that you were not, like, that you don't feel guilty about that. Maybe it was you that you brought this on yourself, you know, that you deserved it. And it, like, taking all of the blame and responsibility away from that other person and internalizing Mm -hmm. it. And then that gets into a really, it gets into a really bad cycle. And I started mine very young like that and then working like in through high school just very very not healthy relationship with men and right. i just come to realize recently that i'm so afraid of men not that i'm afraid that they're gonna uh, i don't really think about like I, just in thinking about like what is it about that makes me aware of their presence is that they're gonna want something from me and that i don't want to give it to them and hmm. they're either gonna i'm either gonna give in or i'm gonna do it and not enjoy it and that thing is sex and it's been really nice recently in my life to have men around that are my friends that genuinely yeah. see me as a whole person. Shout out to Zach and like respect me and like don't expect anything of me other than to be like myself and to be happy. And they don't, they're not expecting, no matter what I dress like, these people I go to like raves with, I'm in like pasties, I mean, being like topless at parties and stuff and dancing and like everyone's just cool and it's like not a vibe of like feeling violated in any way Mm. it's like a vibe of just like you know because some people are nudists well and (laughs) And that uh and that plays into that um you know large (laughs) group of uh you know those uh, living through the patriarchy, just all those men who, um, I don't even know how I was going to put it. Sorry, I was just trying to sound <laughs> no. smart. No, it's just uh, <laughs> that that feeds in, uh, goes hand in hand with why uh, misogynists uh, don't believe that platonic relationships can yes. exist. They, where they yes. literally, I mean, uh, incel, manosphere type stuff, that's a very common 
thing is that, well, platonic relationships don't exist. And it's like, that is pure projection. It's and pure it's, and simple. It's like, because obviously it can. It's the worst thing about it is how rare it is because but, of fucking people like you. Not you, and it's, but yeah. the, the manosphere person you're talking to. Yeah, and it's know. even like, I know that these men that I hang out with, like, I'm going to say, of course they find me attractive. I'm a beautiful woman. <laughs> of like, course. I mean, <laughs> legit, though. It's like a, like most people would say that I'm beautiful. Like, I'm whatever. You would say it. I mean, what? It's, <laughs> it's something I've come to really appreciate because you saw that drawing that I used to think about myself. That's like yes. legit body dysmorphia. <laughs> like, it was, it's pretty Going shocking through an and entire uh, <laughs> process of drawing a picture of quote-unquote yourself pointing out all the ugliness of it. That's pretty brutal. It was, that was really hard to see. Oh, it's making me choke up. Like, cause yeah, yeah I'm, so should I not have posted it to Twitter? Or, no, I, I mean, you know no, what? I'm I just sent kidding. it, I sent <laughs> no. it to my friends. I was like, can you believe this? And they were like, oh my God, you poor thing. Like, that's so sad to think that you felt that way. It was like, I got thrown back into that perspective of think, feeling so shitty about myself and hating mm-hmm. the way I looked in the mirror and stuff. And always... So then, especially hating your looks and then wanting people to find you attractive and so sleeping with them, all this whole horrible cycle I had myself in. And now feeling, I feel so beautiful. I've, my style, I'm just like nailing it. And I have these men in my life that appreciate me and they're like, you look great. You're so stylish and blah, 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 blah. And also they're like, you're so smart and you're so this and you're such a great friend. And they never make me feel yeah. like they ever Not want like, anything from me. They're just appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're God. just, wow, you're so beautiful. Like, uh, like how you would be like to, you know, like, yeah. wow, like what a beautiful person. Platonic. And, exactly. Yeah. It's just like this appreciation of someone with no expectation of anything in return. It's like, right. Because there is no sexual vibe Unconditional. there. It's, unconditional is exactly. And it feels like. That's that's the thing about, like I've said, I think I said it before on an episode about women complimenting women is like, I love that for you. And men complimenting mm-hmm. women is like, I love that for me. Yeah. It's conditional with men. That's why it's the just, male I gaze. I love that. Yes. That's yes. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, aren't you happy that I love that? Yeah. That's you why did that I made sure me. to tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Well. All this is because... Uh, it's because you're an honorless, lying little turd. So, I mean, that's what it comes down to. No, yeah, but, I made uh, all this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, hashtag believe no women. But, and I also uh, want you to know that all these women that I've talked to who have had these experiences, none of these have been reported. So when you talk about underreported mm. statistics... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's pretty much like every woman because the patriarchy makes men less human and i have really i feel really like bad for in an advantageous <laughs> way societally like it's yeah probably, yeah yeah exactly i mean because that's why they yeah. went to capitalism normalize a, <laughs> a divorce court for everything no not really. it's like the one yeah the one place where men generally lose in a patriarchal society is the one thing that they latch on and complain about so much which uh, I mean, there could be a whole thing about that. Oh, where sure, you could it's talk so unfair. About that oh, radicalizing, uh, totally, quote unquote, normal men. But the normal man in America, uh, you know, it's 
you know, you don't want to get into the um, blindly leftist way of only blaming systems for people's behavior. But there's just so that's why um, the patriarchy is such an important concept in the first place. It's like because you can talk about. Yeah, like you can discuss um, individual interactions and how they come about, you know, uh, in the context of, you know, systems and how they how they're uh, working. And, you know, generally economic stuff is, you know, highlighted so much and it's a a class struggle Mm -hmm. or race uh, and and racial divisions and stuff. And it's like. You know, people just straight up say the patriarchy doesn't exist. It's like, no, I mean, let's uh, don't even don't even go there. Like it does. Let's don't discuss. even go there. Yeah, don't even <laughs> go there. Like what? The patriarchy does exist. That's like, why- and then let's talk about these interactions within that system. Maybe you don't think it has the impact that someone else is saying it does, or maybe. You know, we can agree that it'll impact people at different intersections in different mm-hmm. ways. Um, but it's like it's it's the between men and women, which is the 50 50 split of like everyone, mm-hmm. you know, there is a system there like yeah. that has I mean, where there's at least some group having power over another. There's a class struggle there, just like everything else. Like, mm-hmm. and but just this to one deny... is across every single culture, yeah. across every single class, across right. every single thing. It is humans. This exactly. is like a, divide, a, a, a hierarchy between human beings it's, with it's no like, other social constructs. It's almost so um, stupid. God. No, <laughs> no, no. It's almost so. Whatever that word is for ever present through everything. Gosh, I'm oh, not, yeah. not feeling myself right now. Oh, is that start with um, an O? Yeah, present. No. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> ubiquitous. Um, yes, ubiquitous. <laughs> okay. That word mm-hmm. that starts with O. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. uh-huh. it's almost yeah. so ubiquitous that it makes it harder to see or harder to accept as being there. It's hard know? to break down it's the like, patriarchy yeah, because it's, it's at even the more so than <laughs> capitalism, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like you come it's to just accept it possible. as the way things are. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, going back to my original, you don't want to just say that systems put people in these positions. People put themselves in positions too. And men can't... <sighs> You still have to take individual responsibility for what you do, for sure. no matter how much you've um, your entire life has been formed in a patriarchal system, uh, and you may just not have enough self reflection, or you have enough self denial or denial of the facts to think that it's not affecting the way that you treat people the way that uh, your job works, the way that you interact with women, you know, or the way that you view people in the LGBT community or something like that. But it just mm-hmm. does. Like, um, and it's not about blaming the patriarchy for how men act, but uh, you can attribute um, 
the bad choices that they individually make. You can make. hold individual yeah. men accountable for their exactly. actions and point them out and to them like, so they can have the opportunity to grow too. Yeah, like, because- and it's like denying that that they um, got to this place through, I don't know, without... You know, yeah, being propagandized being, into they're it. They're victims of the patriarchy. They, yeah, are, they are. It's inescapable. But, but you have to know the that they're they're victims in a different way of all of this toxic masculinity culture. Da, 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 and artificially putting them above women. That's not good. That's not good for humans to have that. Look at Jeff Bezos. Look at the Stanford prison study. Look at the police. Like, it's not good to have a feeling of superiority. So if everyone could be on the same level, it'd be better. They're victims in a different way in which they still have mm. power over women, for sure. But I don't think it's good for men. That's They're why victims they... of becoming the, the bad thing that they yes. don't want to be, truly, mm-hmm. if they're decent people. Because... Because they were all baby boys once. Look at you. You're a man that is a human man. Like, these other ones are like, I don't want to get into what? that because that's pretty, <laughs> like, to say subspecies. I'm about a hue man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a man of a certain hue, and that's why I have so much patriarchal privilege. And <laughs> you know what I'm really grateful for is the Me Too movement because it. The Me Too movement made it so women don't have to settle for, like, rape. (laughs) (laughs) That's our take on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) That's, like, the lowest bar. And people are like, oh, women's such complainers. And we're like, we just really kind of like it if we could just not get raped. It would be really great to, like, be able to um, have bodily autonomy and have control over what happens like with the one thing that is mine for sure that I'm my consciousness yeah. is inside of this it's all vessel. that you can truly know <laughs> that you have throughout this entire time on this it's planet. what gets you through your entire life it's what holds your brain <clears throat> and it's mine and I should be able to walk naked without being touched if I don't want to be touched I should be able to like legitimately like consent culture oh my gosh it's so good to promote that it's so much healthier and just people being like oh it really ruins the mood (laughs) to ask if you can do something and it's like why then you're doing it wrong then they're not that attracted to you because anything (laughs) someone's going to be saying in that moment is like uh can i touch your ass i'd be like fuck it's only gonna (laughs) ruin the mood if they say no and so that's a good thing you asked that's why you don't want to ask i want it sounds like a pretty good mood to me yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. You don't want to hear no. that your that your sexual advances are desired by the other party. Ooh, gross. Oh, yeah, it's because on. they know that they'll say no thanks, and so they're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a just... mood killer. She did. She she does, said no, and I did it anyways. I'm ugly and gross. You know. <laughs> it yeah. Doesn't, or she just doesn't know wasn't... me. I wasn't in the mood or just, no, yeah, I, I said no when I told you I got here. I don't want to. And you, so of course, because I said it, then of course you have to make it a thing. So then you could take it. That but was slightly just, better than the worst it could have possibly gone. <laughs> I had a guy, um, this is what it's like living as a woman. These all these horrible things that men do to us. It's so, it's so strange, honestly, to tell it to men sometimes one there was a guy well at least you're who, just telling me yeah <laughs> a real man um a boy 
that's what it is. It's men, and then there's boys, because that is what it is. These immature, absolutely never grow out of, like, 14-year-olds. This guy made fun of me for being molested. (laughs) When I said I didn't want to see him anymore, he was like, well... Yeah, whatever. Your stepdad wouldn't even want you. Blah 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 oh blah. Oh my like, god! Dude, oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, that That's... makes me want to engage in some toxic masculinity and go find. Yeah, that for sure. Right that, now. that makes me feel good, and it feels good to god. you know that nature of men, whatever sort of protective because they're bigger than us and stuff. It is nice to feel that. It's nice to feel that when men feel like they want to do it because they want to do it not because they want something out of it. I'll buy you a drink and get you a cab home, but you got to suck my dick. Not just God. because, hey, I'm, you know, yeah. like that's the that's the whole life experience Very of women is constantly, yeah, like is half of the population, it feels like it is a conditional relationship. Um, and like, it's always there. And like, I, I was very easy to take advantage of for a long time. Um, so I really got to see how there it is and men are men can really be really be pigs and really fuck with your self-worth when this whole culture surrounding how oh, blah 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 whatever the patriarch and christianity and slut shaming and all that kind of culture and no yeah. respect for someone you've slept with because they're what good in bed some guy was like oh he came at me like a porn star it was like it grossed him out that i was so yeah. good in bed sorry that we're <laughs> trying to enjoy this here Jesus yeah, Christ. <laughs> I know. It's like and it's like egos and, and the all same of that. man would love it if he heard that the woman described him as fucking like a porn star. He yeah. would be so proud of himself. But <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's God. I know. All of this and it's so much I feel like the male ego that is talked about, you know, it's the like how it's known. It's <laughs> hey, that's good. But it's also because men are not allowed to break it down like women do because we like are dancing? allowed to be to be yeah <laughs> break it down like because <laughs> <laughs> like, we're allowed quote unquote to be vulnerable and emotional we're expected to be talking yeah. about our feelings all the time and men are you know overall expected, expected to not to and ones. yeah and like you the strong silent type and all this where you're just men have feelings too Like, I think about little boys and little girls and how they're the exact same. Like, these are just little people. And men have things that they want to express. And they're not even given the tools to try to attempt to do that kind of work. And all of that, obviously, just... That's part of being a victim of the patriarchy. Yeah. And, yeah, I was just saying yesterday, my friends were like... (laughs) I was like, men just want a mommy they can fuck. And it's so <laughs> yeah. true that, for why do men you think that are make like me boys. A sandwich Those are boys. like a go-to uh, joke, mm-hmm. misogyny joke. I make saw, me a sandwich. Yeah. yeah, like your mom put in your lunch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a girl on Instagram. She brought her man Advil. She had Advil in her purse. And like right when he needed it, he's like, oh my God, wow, that's so attractive. And she was like, <laughs> what's attractive? Being your mommy? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like you're no, a grown man. Friend. Yeah. Jeez. He's like, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it feels though. <laughs> yeah. I'm feel in, sure. You feel in charge Baby-ing a lot. Someone. Of, yeah. You, yeah, you feel in charge of men a lot. I know a lot of women that say that that have oh, God. kids and like a husband. The, mm-hmm. the jokes, the the go to jokes about helpless husbands is like so 
gross and patronizing and insulting. Because you're a man. Oh. But there's boys. They're Especially most... as an unmarried man. <laughs> Where it's like, I know. What do you Dad mean your husband really doesn't know how to work the fucking washing machine? He's a piece of shit. Push him off a Doug, cliff. Like, don't. It's not funny. I have a friend who has up notes in her house for her husband to help, like, around the house with chores. Yeah. So no, that's like. I don't even want to. I know. That's I like feel that. So, uh, and... <laughs> Uh, that was some Twitter feuds. Uh, I don't know. That thoughtside made a whole video about that whole Twitter thing. About it really blew up for like a week. Gosh, I already forget the woman's name, but she makes like a kind of a comic web series, and it, a mm-hmm. lot of it kind of puts her husband in that light, like jokingly or something. And it really became a a talking point on Twitter, as everything does. And I don't know. I was kind of on both sides where it's just like this uh, either this dude like legit sucks or her joking about him like that is being shitty to him because you're making this dude seems like seem like he's that sitcom helpless dope that doesn't know how to do anything other than make frozen mac and cheese for the kids and sit and watch sports and have the wife do everything for him. I don't know. That's getting up. So many, no, so many of my friends' boyfriends. It's not like a lot of my friend group is more like um, sort of non-monogamy kind of lifestyle, kind of different. Wow, really? Jeez, I couldn't have guessed. (laughs) Yeah, but other people that I do know that have that kind of lifestyle, (laughs) it's more domestic. No, it's like Doug. It's It's embarrassing. It's yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's embarrassing to watch it happen and to know that women are trapped in these things that one of my that there's I mean some people are like I would leave but like uh, I'd be homeless. Yeah, like I don't exactly. have like because of and I'm like that's America. Don't put that on you that because you wow. think that you're like lazy or whatever. You're blah blah blah. These people, you know, different life choices you make, but it's like that's the level that a lot of women get from men. Like it's not a lot. I think about laying in bed like these some of my friends like so smart like really interesting creative people so much going on in their mind they're beautiful and then like laying in bed thinking all these thoughts and having a hard time sleeping and just blah 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 and all of this and then just their boyfriends like <laughs> next to them like having yeah. being like i'm the better just, sex yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> i mean well i'm good to go whatever yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just how much goes Where are into, you crying like, shut up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to communicate with men because of like i was saying about all this ego and like all these things that men have a hard time because they didn't grow up expected to communicate and be like emotional and all that, 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 that. so you have all these big thoughts and you have nowhere to put them in this monogamous relationship i'm anti-monogamy after all this hot take (laughs) from natalie on the inane blather podcast uh from known transphobe natalie is that men and men and women are different okay they're biologically different in the patriarchal no there we go patriarchy exactly that's always within that context is what i mean because who knows what humans are really like i mean what can you how can you even say i don't even yeah. know what that means like we're in the patriarchy humans and in so... society it just goes too far back it's chicken and egg um mm-hmm. but uh bro this is such a funny take dude okay that's not really <laughs> well uh well anyway 
I was gonna say no, something, just but I can't remember. <laughs> I like, no, I seriously was like, like I have something, but I can't. Well, air. then let's... But actually, okay. I was gonna say, I feel like a whole new woman realizing what really happened a whole with new this girl. Oh, now I can close my eyes <laughs> without screaming at night. No. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that, <laughs> no, that's oh, I was like, going to say that earlier. Whole... The fact that uh, the fact that now, because of the type of men that are in your life, is what you're saying, mm-hmm. like completely changes like you, like your day to day, like your interaction with the world, like your life is better, and it's like that it is that's how powerful the patriarchy is is yeah your your life you escape it. <laughs> uh yeah yeah well i mean just your your mm-hmm. level of happiness overall on your short time on this earth is so much determined by the types of men that you have in your <sighs> life whether it's yeah. the 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 relationship the intimate relationships you have the friends you have the the father you have or don't have mm-hmm. you know everything like that it's like because, that yeah, makes it so undeniable where it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, here's a case study right here. Like how it's almost black and white for you. Yeah. Like as a woman I, living in America and how much happier undeniably and how much better your life is going. Uh, you know, I mean, just straight up like like depression level is different. Depression you know? and anxiety. Kelsey said it. She was like, you seem like better like you seem so calm and just like i feel it i feel like my depression is like i don't feel depressed anymore i feel anxiety sometimes i have well, a hard she, time with she that, does slip but... lithium into your water she won't <laughs> yeah i you. wish no. <laughs> yeah no i feel i do feel working through this stuff and and having a support group that is the way it's possible because our traumas come from other people too like we are affected by other people we need other people you need a support group of people that you can go to and feel safe that's what it like safe to be yourself because you can't really find yourself if you're always trying to protect yourself and actually shout out again to zach he said something like really um profound all right really just struck me it was like Yeah, it's, um, he said when he finally found a safe, caring group of people to be around, he began to slowly realize how much, um, he'd been taken advantage of in his life. Hmm. And he Mm -hmm. said, it can be more traumatizing processing it than living through it. It's very worth it though. Because you're like kind of in denial. You have to be. When you're in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Let themselves get raped. (laughs) You know, like you have to be in, because you have to protect yourself. Other, I mean, because of whatever is going on and whatever has led you to this point. But so then when you're deconstructing it, you're actively thinking about things that are horrible mm-hmm. and yeah. having to come to, to terms with them. And having to relive trauma in your head. In on general. purpose. Yeah, yeah purposefully, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And actively trying is, to come yeah, yeah to an acceptance about it and seeing it, it is like, I, I feel so much better seeing myself as the victim of of this situation of rape mm-hmm. by an intimate partner rather than all of these things. It's like how, cause I always felt like I 
failed. To, oh my god, my relationship with him was so incredibly toxic, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I just. Well, that's I, on you, I think, is what the uh, point you're trying yeah, to make is, Yeah, I mean, right? so I called him, and I was like, please, can we get back together? And <laughs> No, I called him and left him a voicemail, I and I was like, don't this, ever fucking call me through, again. <laughs> I thought this through very carefully and wrote things out, and we need to get back together. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, please. No, I said, don't ever call me again. I don't want to hear from you. I'll fucking and kill you. And he was you. like, what happened? And uh, I, whatever, because we'd been whatever it doesn't matter yeah, it just yeah. was very toxic and being details. able to see yeah being able to see all of all of it for what it really was rather than through this lens of um feeling shame like yeah guilty and shame and like i and like the perpetrator mm-hmm. too like uh like that but it was like i felt like i did it to myself that's why you but feel it was, guilty perpetrators yeah, are and it guilty was, him doing it to yeah. me not me doing it to me victims and it's aren't been, guilty yeah they're victims and it's so sad to think about oh my oh my god well it's really sad to think about that it happens to a lot of people and yeah um that to normalize talking about it i think is helpful um and to really like all the me too stuff <laughs> It's yeah, just talking if people about like, it. joke about it. Going on like, a yeah, podcast like what? this, even if it's just a few people listening, that's pretty there amazing. There are dozens of that's us. That's why I was gonna, yes. I was gonna say, oh, that's the end. <laughs> and unironically though, because seriously, yeah. that's kind of cool. Thanks. I was gonna say, uh, you know, not even, uh, not even close to the same thing, um, but uh, analogous with just how. Um, just talking about something, reliving it in your head, things like that. It's true how tough that is. I always think about that, how it's like, man, even it was almost tougher than being suicidally depressed constantly to mm-hmm. just actually say it to someone. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was always like, uh, I just always remember, it's like the first time I went to a doctor to to um, get therapy and stuff like that. Just trying to tell the nurse why I was there, I would burst into tears because it was so hard to do to just like Mm -hmm. admit something like that. And that's, that's nothing on the scale of of what you're talking about where it's like, well, I'm just saying like, I don't want to, um, yeah, compare or downplay things, but it's that, that process (laughs) is what I'm talking about. That process, just that one thing of even, even admission or saying that yeah like uh, where it's uh making yourself admitting so that i was depressed vulnerable. or something yeah exactly yeah. is saying like i can't like something is being done to me right like i can't yes. help myself it's not uh you know just me not it's not my safe. fault for not taking care of this yeah yeah like i, I can't this culture help it that we live in is not a safe place mm-hmm. either that's why a good group of friends is so inc- or incredibly important like a community of some kind that you can feel safe in that's what i like my house to feel like because mm-hmm. it's it, that's why i have dogs yeah <laughs> like no that's joke. why i mean <laughs> yeah. seriously though people really need to feel like they can be vulnerable because that's where you find like all like your deepest like joy and like letting yourself be uninhibited. That's the thing about children that we love so much. 
They have no insecurities. They're completely mm-hmm. un- uninhibited and open to the world and so optimistic and bright and just it's and not if they in show any signs way diminished. Of insecurities, yes. you, yeah. you beat that out of them. Like you're mm-hmm. not gonna be mm-hmm. insecure. Yeah, I Yeah. Be- I mean I was berating you know, I'm thinking Sophia. Like toddlers. Yeah, no, <laughs> are, <you laughs> no know, exactly. Like yeah. Children, infants. And then society gets children. to them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and, before um, the patriarchy and, and capitalism and everything starts making you feel like you have their to malleable feel selves, stupid yeah. about things or shamed or whatever. Yeah. Like I think about like I, it really stuck with me on a John Oliver episode about um, school um, uh, sex education in like public schools and how you know all of this really anti-casual sex or whatever and um, anti-premarital sex. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, that it was like talking about how women are like a piece of gum that's been chewed if they what? have had sex with multiple partners. Good and Lord. this one girl talking about it at a press conference, like she's like an activist for it and uh, getting really emotional talking about how she's a victim of rape and how hearing that kind of stuff made her feel like a used piece of gum Ugh. as a victim of that. And that was taught in schools. And that's like the culture of like, yeah, like the 90s and stuff and like pro abstinence. going out um, talking like that oh yeah i know it's incredible that people do that it's it's really and why um, it's even more disgusting when people uh, in the misogynist sphere just immediately dismiss it like reinforce the exact bad behavior that they're trying to point out like when christine blasey ford came out about brett kavanaugh and people were like uh why did it take her so long and blah 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 blah. i was like well you know it took me 10 years to say anything about my yeah i was like it took me 10 years to say anything about my um uh mom's second husband molesting me but you better believe that if i heard he was going to the supreme court i would definitely be raising a fuss about it so maybe you guys don't know what you're talking about um and you've never been in a position where you had to pour out uh this very um traumatic experience for the whole entire world to see so that's the problem maybe like think before you speak these issues (laughs) along with women (laughs) along with a lot of others it's like you know what i shouldn't have to we shouldn't have to make sure that you've also experienced this for you to have any sort of fucking empathy for other people. Like, mm-hmm. where it's just like, uh, you know, it's like, well, Men of course you don't empathy. understand because you weren't molested or raped or you haven't been a victim of blank. Yeah. And it's like, why do you have to also be a victim for you to get this through your thick fucking skull that it happens to people? Things like this because that's it applies to so many things. Sympathetic, empathetic. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, any of that. It's like it's not. It's like oh, just a baby. Just people complaining. People having feelings is whining. That's like a culture. That's our culture that we live in. Meanwhile, it's just like oh, these feelings and things. They don't show their feelings except they don't realize they're constantly being emotional. Yeah. Because they don't have a feeling. It's just anger. It's just a reaction <laughs> yeah. to all well, these other anger? feelings that they're having. It's a fucking it's feeling. It's fear, disgust, humiliation. It's all embarrassment. It's all these things. Anger is such like a reaction or an extreme, the most extreme you can get because of all these other things that are bothering you. But it's you. also a feeling. Like there's, like, there's righteous anger. Guys, guys like, just act like facts over feelings or whatever. You know, it's like, there's. Yeah. it's not possible, man. And you think that... 
you're not putting your feelings into the conversation or that people shouldn't. It's like too fucking bad. And you'll get mad at me saying that to you. And that's you getting in your feelings because you're mad. Like, ah. Yeah. But, well, yeah. let's, let's shift, shift gears because we're already. because i wasn't sure i was like well i wanted to prep for the 10th episode and i took some notes like i said i would never do but i you're a liar uh yeah you lie so that's note number one i'm a lying (laughs) liar who lies about lying so no i thought it was funny i mean because mine these (laughs) are only tell the truth a good no because i'm a liar oh (laughs) <laughs> and scene but, uh, and scene <laughs> but uh, um, and I thought it could be comic relief um, because you always have uh, you know uh, more intelligent things to say <laughs> but um, I thought yeah my Me? first my first note here I decided just to take random notes I don't want to actually put time into this so I'm not totally lying I'm not really putting much effort into it. First note is note to self. Get a notebook and start taking notes to self. So I've got that. Did you check that off? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, the next next one was just gutsy, but it's Joe and Hunter Biden instead of Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'd be going with that, but it's a note it's that I gutsy, took down. Mac. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, Jack. We're going to go get some ice cream and some crack. But... Uh, um yeah so i just think that would be an infinitely more entertaining program at the least oh um yeah, yeah speaking of I mean, uh, dissecting well, the patriarchy yeah. through a a, sh- <laughs> a show no Two and everything guys. exactly yeah. the same too where it's a show about gutsy women but it's joe and hunter that are like oh crocheting with them and uh, bowling with wanda heard sykes the word cringe yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, like I sent you uh, the other yeah. day. Uh, what, you don't kill the part of you that's cringe. You kill the part of you that cringes. That cringes, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I like that. Also, uh, and I'll just do these do these ones that don't really lead to much conversation first. But I thought today, <laughs> I don't know why I thought this is so funny. Where it's just like, you know, we have we have the White House, right? In the White mm-hmm. House is the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Capitol Building. It's like, who names this stuff? There's no creativity at all. <laughs> or it's like, well, this is a White House. Let's call it the White House. Ooh. This office is shaped as an oval. We'll call it the Oval Office. Like, is this what your type? Is fuck, this your type man? five? No, <laughs> I just wrote it down today. I just saw the the White House is what yeah. it just gets me. I think it's funny. The Rose Garden. It's a rose garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's this garden with a bunch of roses in it. It's called the yeah. rose garden. Uh, <laughs> um, also, the Pentagon. Just yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's really funny. Um, yeah. Also, just a, a thought experiment: Are dogs conservatives or liberals? <laughs> <laughs> you think dogs, dogs are conservatives? 
I think they're smarter than conservatives. Dead air. But... <laughs> I think oh, you can't yeah, teach an too old dog smart, new tricks. They're too smart so, to be conservatives. Hey, they're, that's maybe a good point. old dogs are. Man, there is some improv. Good job, Natalie. Um, Thanks. <laughs> well, one thing, you know, these other things that I wrote down, though, could be things we could get into later, or I could totally forget them. Um, but, uh, you know, I had been thinking of... Um, where i a number between one and a hundred yeah what is it <laughs> 42 damn that's so far off you're so stupid oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot 42 <laughs> you fucking moron um i thought you were my sister it's obviously 101. No, um, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about uh, how I I wish at some points it's like we could always fall back on just like politics, like politics themselves, you know? I mean, we mm-hmm. like discussing them and stuff. And I'd been thinking, uh, you know, just while I was just working, uh, just by myself as per usual um, mm-hmm. about Uh, Just one of my reactions to some political news and just further thinking about the Democrats' chances in 2022 and things like this. I was like, oh, we could talk talk about about electoral politics. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's fun and interesting, too. And then I had a thought. I was like, well, what the fuck do I know, though? Even if I follow all this stuff, I'm no political analyst and stuff. And then I realized, what the fuck do they know? And why? I was just gonna say what that. makes political analysts any sort of experts at all? Because all you have to do is just go to whatever your favorite, uh, you know, um, news clip, commentary, YouTube is, or something. Just go to the Majority Report and go back like two years and just listen to these analysts and experts making predictions or analyzing how races will go or what polling, mm-hmm. even polling is like, where it's like, you know, they're pretty consistently wrong because you're just analyzing and you're just making shit up. Like, what makes them any more of an expert than myself unless they actually have information from people on Capitol Hill? And even that is pretty dubious, you know? When I they get it. I think that, yeah, they have, like, degrees in things, but... Uh, so what? I think, then why are they well, fucking I mean, wrong so they all the, the time? So they have, yeah, tools to, like, uh, to draw from, but also it's like, yeah, what... I don't really understand how polling can... How do people not know who they're voting for? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's only two choices yeah, in any much. race. Because I, I was talking today, too, um, we were talking politics when I was having lunch with Dad, and uh, and how I was worried we were just complaining about Trump and DeSantis and stuff, and I said, you know, a one on one hand, for me, and I don't know why it matters, because I'm no political analyst, you know, but um, on one hand, I feel like... I'm not really all that worried if they if the Democrats, as long as they don't run Biden or Harris, you know, um, yeah. I would think they'd any other Democrat that could win primaries and become the nominee could beat Trump for sure. Someone who's never won the popular vote and is even less popular now and definitely beat DeSantis, who really 
is a little big for his britches right now. I think politically, like it's I think it's his more suit's internet a big for him. Yeah, <laughs> more internet cachet. <laughs> but as I'm talking about that, I was telling him, I was like, but then I'm listening to Nixonland all day and listening to how things went for the Democrats in 1968, where it's almost exactly the same. This two-time loser, Richard Nixon, going up against the uh, <laughs> the president, Lyndon Johnson, decides to step down like I'd want Biden to do and not mm-hmm. run for the nomination. And um, we get all the jockeying for position and stuff. Hubert Humphrey loses to Richard Nixon, the known loser who had been gathering conservative support and all this and that. And I'm like, and then you look at the history and it's like, it's all lining up like, like the Democrats might not win. And it's like, well, time is a flat circle. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. And geez, that book is just the fucking best. But, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's remember... We're talking Nixon's campaign versus Trump's campaign. Yeah, that is one Trump thing I was like. Trump is full of buffoons. Nixon. And uh, let's see. What yeah, else? Nixon what other had like words Roger could we Ailes use to describe these prime. absolute yeah, <laughs> yeah. morons that had a Word document that was blank that was like <laughs> COVID protocols? Those are the kind of people Trump gets to work for him. Rudy Giuliani farting and sweating off his hair dye and pocket dialing reporters with information that they Even would. Dad die. brought that up. He mentioned that God. today. I was like, yeah, you could have like a Giuliani. Uh, Mike Lindell be wiping it up. You got something on your face there, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess if if someone that's helping uh, your political campaign just got arrested in the drive through of a Hardee's and had his phone taken by the FBI, but Jesus you know, Christ. I mean, it's just <laughs> satire is dead. <laughs> but it, it's just as, especially as a Democrat skeptic, you know, someone who wants them to win because. I don't want fascism to rule the United States. It's like, Ugh. oh, it's really tough to believe in these these sacks of crap. I swear to God. Like, I don't know. It's already an hour, so it's like, okay. But I, I just, I would like to do just a political analysis with you just because, you know what, when it comes down to it, we could be just as right as people on MSNBC. This is America. We can blab on as yeah, much as we want. Exactly. Who cares about who knows? Trump was president. <laughs> it's not. Doesn't matter what you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you could. Yeah. You could predict that. You could become president yourself. He did it. <laughs> yeah. He's an absolute moron who can't read, and he was the leader of the free world. So. Anything's possible, kids. And I think we start <laughs> rehabilitating the Democrats by putting out a TV show on Apple TV Plus mm-hmm. called Gutsy, starring Joe and Hunter Biden. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's what people are wanting to see. Episode <laughs> Episode three is, okay, let's go to the notes here, is interviewing mm-hmm. uh, the, the dog, the German Shepherd, to see if he's a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't want a German Shepherd conservative. Sounds a little sh- little yeah, problematic it's... here. <laughs> See if he likes to play. The dog likes to play basketball and oil up a ball for him. <laughs> yeah. No. What are you telling me? You shoot hoops dry? <laughs> you got to put the oil on the ball, otherwise the dog can't get a good purchase on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Yeah. Purchase. Air Bud 2024. Mm-hmm. I love that. I would vote for Air Bud. Unless, unless he ran on Over the Joe Biden. unless he ran no. on the GOP <laughs> ticket, like yeah, no matter what, well, that's, the, that's the kind of the question you're asking. Would he run on the GOP ticket? Well, exactly. Find out next. Find week. out yeah. in episode three of Gutsy with <laughs> Gutsy with the Bidens. <laughs> God, no, thank Tag you. Tagline: We're getting up in them guts, Hunter Biden. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. <laughs> That's right, it's Jack. A patriarchy special. Um, I actually had another uh, note on here that I was like, "Well, that's something we could, I could, just rant about on another episode." Is how it's something a little less heavy, but I'll wait until the NBA season starts, um, and I'm really into it because you know what, the left needs more sports ball representation. I'm sick and tired of people hating sports on the left. And I've talked to you about this before, and I will use this bully pulpit to shove all the leftist nerds into lockers who (laughs) call it sports ball, okay? No, (laughs) no. If you don't like sports, that's totally fine with me. But it's the anti-sports sentiment that I don't like. I think that it's like these people are artists using their bodies as like that's their art. It's unbelievable what professional athletes and Olympians can do with their bodies. And often, it's these athletes incredible. step Pinnacle up to the of, plate. Like human physicality, they step up to the plate. Pun intended. <laughs> they go, nice. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> but for us, like I mean, you know, these guys in the NBA, like uh, LeBron James, uh, showing up with hands up, Who? don't shoot. <laughs> You know, I can't breathe shirts. They're all doing this stuff. Like they uh, even, I mean, the players doing this is a lot less like pandering than like team owners and shit like that. And the NBA, NBA celebrates pride month. So I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Yeah. The NBA owners, who cares? But if LeBron or Giannis Antetokounmpo or something like that, or the very few guys in the NFL that want to stand up and say something, you know, because uh, it's an even more conservative sport. Like, that's important. Colin Kaepernick is important, you know? Um, I agree. I think that Colin Kaepernick is a great litmus test for how uh, racist a person is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how they reacted the to him least, in the beginning says are. a lot about, yeah, like, how what they were willing to listen to or if they were willing to just take (laughs) mainstream culture and, you know, be like a white supremacist um, and just ignore him like from the beginning. I think that it says, yeah, I think it says a lot about, I don't think that, yeah, we could really go on. Yeah, yeah, no, I was going to say, we'll revisit that (laughs) when I'm really hyped at the end of next month because we're going to continue doing this podcast even past 10 episodes. Can you believe that, people? But um, yeah, I, I do want to revisit it. I was glad that I wrote that note down. Can you believe that people listen to this? I was like, that's something I like talking about. Hey, we had like 17 views on the last episode mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. I haven't even checked the actual podcast. I don't know why people don't just go on the podcast. It's better. But uh, it's better audio quality. But uh, oh. I, I listen to it on YouTube. So Yeah, I know because you're dumb. Because you're a, a woman. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's what we've been talking oh, yeah. about this whole time. And it all time. comes back to that. Yeah. I can't be trusted. So when I say no, just kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> uh, you know how you should take in this podcast? Uh, whichever way Natalie's not doing it, because she's a dumb 
woman. Bro, Am I right, such guys? A funny take, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I need to turn this up. Oh shoot. What the fuck? Okay, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah, no, that was something I wanted to revisit. So okay, I'm glad that I would take random notes. Um, actually, the the thought of our dogs conservatives. <laughs> Is literally a shower thought that I had right before coming yeah. to the podcast. Our <laughs> dogs conservatives like two hours sounds ago. like some douchebag bro. It's like, hey, welcome to our dogs conservatives or oh, whatever. Our dogs, but you're like R, like letter R. Hard R dogs. R <laughs> word dogs. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, this dog. He's like, he's not doing too good. He's not very smart. <laughs> he can't get a purchase he on can't the get ball. a good purchase on it he's, he's gonna be the fucking michael jordan of dogs <laughs> you should put that a link to that in the youtube description ah, so people can some, know what the fuck we're talking about racist stuff in there <laughs> that's hey, why it's, it's a funny. comedy thing that's why it's funny it's a comedy special people don't have to watch it if they don't want to they don't have to agree Lot, lot, yeah, they, you know they, what? Not all leftists have to agree on whatever is funny. Yeah. So we're all on the same team. Yeah, here, guys. and you know what? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Natalie, for keeping me on Twitter. So I'm in more leftist infighting. Mm-hmm. I had to put down mm-hmm. the phone the other day. I was like, I hate the online left so much sometimes. Yeah, but, I'm glad I'm not on it. I'm glad you're doing that. Boy. Thanks for doing that. That's why I'm in such a good headspace, and you're just doing all that work for me. I appreciate That's why it. you're in a good headspace, having a great time with friends. Your home mm-hmm. is welcoming and inviting. <laughs> you're feeling pure joy. And I'm in the shower before a podcast thinking, are dogs conservatives? <laughs> <laughs> or just like on the way to work, pulling out my phone while I'm driving to type the note, Gutsy, but it's Joe and Hunter Biden. (laughs) (sighs) And I have a note here that's all huge letters. I actually wrote a little bit like what I was talking about earlier. Um, I said, I'm a whole new woman with a whole new reality and all like exclamation points all happy. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) well, yeah. (laughs) Air Bud, but he's GOP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If Air Bud ran for president, would he be on the GOP ticket or would he run as an independent? (laughs) He's a libertarian. Ooh, I almost like that. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) Okay, well, that'll that'll wrap it up. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll be here next week. This one. All right. No. (laughs) Yeah, this is the long one. Thanks, everyone. Make sure to tip your servers a lot because of capitalism, Mm -hmm. right? Am I right, folks? Definitely. Yeah. Hey, they know what's up. They know (laughs) it. (laughs) Dead air. I was enjoying the applause. <laughs> yeah, well, shout out to R.M. Brown, our Lord and Savior. Our Lord and, and Savior. Love I him. I look forward to um, editing this podcast. I got, We got about 45 I minutes at the beginning. That's say, a little too heavy. Hey, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I want to say thanks for listening to that, too. And anyone who's oh, listening, God, yeah. it feels good to talk about and to feel like That's why people I, are listening. I didn't really want to like downplay it, but really just... I. 
kept focusing at the end on just like man just the fact of talking about something like that like mm-hmm. good on you yeah it gets easier especially though, and that's like when you because said- you're also being able to admit that you're happy <laughs> so yes. yeah and it feels like it's interesting it. yeah and the more like you said you had a hard time saying that you were suicidal and mm. it like choking you like to the point like crying where you can't talk about it um that's what those are the things you really need to talk about that's what my yeah if you're gay. dad's wife yeah dad's <laughs> wife really helped me with a lot of this grow without going to therapy when some of the stuff mm-hmm. with like my molestation and to being be able like to talk to able someone. to talk about my my daddy issues quote unquote you know like with just to overarching thing with men and a, a father who was not very affectionate you know our dad's great in a lot of ways but not like mm-hmm. come here and hugging and being like you're so beautiful and just like not that kind of man so to already have blah 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 and like trying to talk about that as an adult um she was there to listen with no judgment even as things that would be hard to say about someone that you love so much like your own parent and have to admit that there's ways in which they failed you whatever and like even talking about you know at the beginning of talking about that i could hardly get sentences out yeah like it would be well, that's, and she would be you pushing kind of like well what you know what are you trying to keep going yeah and it was nice to have a place to go when you say with that, that like you know you tell someone well you should talk to someone or just the thought yeah you should talk to someone that doesn't just mean you need to go to therapy which i mean of course mm-hmm. i advocate for but it's like uh, no the first step like literally just verbalize it just because and that's so tough that's a first step no matter and, who, and of course the the sound sounding board that you're verbalizing to can make a difference but no the biggest difference yes. being made is that you're verbalizing it so starting it admitting that something happened and some of that not even it can be really really hard to say those things out loud to someone so even writing things down getting things in some way into the physical reality of the world rather than just in your head where you can make it so abstract that you can turn it around to where you were the not the victim in the scenario Mm -hmm. writing it down i wrote down Mm. on this thing that i was gonna say today i said i was raped by an intimate partner Mm -hmm. on multiple occasions and it really helps to know that that is what happened yeah so yeah we heard you okay (sighs) enough one more time (laughs) women am i right folks (laughs) no i'm just kidding no i love you and uh yeah too. let's let's cut it off uh, right about right about here now now